0: Welcome to the J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We are here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is how it works, people. You. It, this is a user-driven art form. It doesn't happen without you. It doesn't happen without you listening. It doesn't happen without you emailing. It doesn't happen without you telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. And we take the earless community as, too, uh, as well. But I'm just saying right now, thank you. If you're listening right now, you have ended up here. And, you know, we, what's the service? What am I providing? An, o- an hour to take your brain and put it on the shelf, let my guest and I be your thoughts. Let us take the wheel for an hour. Get you away from things. And you know what? I'm going to turn this thank you and description of what we do into an ask. People, if you have found value in this podcast, tell a friend. Send it to the group chat. We do so many emails. One of them relates to something you're talking about at brunch. One of them relates to one of your friends. Send it out and send in your emails, at jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. And we're, we we love a screenshot email. We love seeing, because there's three sides to every story. There's your side, there's their side, and then there's the screenshots that tell us the truth. So screenshot emails, com. And if you're out there right now, I want you to come to a show. Here are my dates. I'm coming to Salt Lake City, Kansas City, Denver, Columbus, Newark, Madison, 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 just out of the calendar, Tampa, La Jolla, San Diego. You've been asking, Well, I am answering right now. La Jolla, Nashville, Dayton, Albany. So jaredfree.com for tickets. jaredfree.com for tickets. I'm very excited about today's guest. They have an album that is out right now. And we've done the comedy album thing here before. I say that the comedy album is the cousin to the podcast. Podcast is freewheeling conversation. Two people, you know, just letting it fly. The comedy album is a produced, curated, worked on piece of art. This ain't art. You think a podcast is art? This ain't, this is, I'm shitting this out every week. We're just making sure I get, you know, I'm making sure I'm out there Monday at midnight so that you have someone that can take the wheel of your thoughts. I'm not driving that car very carefully. I'm taking the wheel, but I ain't driving careful. A, a comedy album, you can hear the glasses and the, the silverware and the waitstaff it feels if you close your eyes you're in the comedy club you can you, you, you're you in that basement and our next guest has an album out it's called Feeling of Emptiness and you can listen to it anywhere you listen to music if you're streaming you can go and you can go to her website and you can download it all and we want to welcome her hilarious comic so funny Katie Hannigan thank you for coming on
1: hello thank you so much for having me it's so great to do the show
0: it's a pleasure i'm embarrassed you i mean i've been doing this years you should have been on years ago we've known each other a long time you're fucking hilarious um thank you i'm so happy you're here how are you what's going on the album we're excited what's happening
1: Oh, so I'm finally after I completely self-produced this album. So it's been so much work of like admin, doing the editing, doing the art, scheduling everything.
0: Self-produced. So people, this totally is a big deal. This is, some, yeah. this is something like, you know, this is all these comics are out there just. And honestly, all you're asking for is to make someone laugh. Like you you had to do all this work to do someone the yeah. biggest fucking favor in their lives. These people <laughs> should be ashamed of themselves.
1: Yes, please check it out. If you do not buy it, you are a misogynist. That's right. And I will be calling you out publicly. But it's been it's been a roller coaster, Jared. I have to tell you, like, I I thought it would be easy for some reason. You know, we know friends who have self-produced and everyone mm. was giving me the advice to do it. And then meanwhile, I find out like they're outsourcing everything. And I'm like yes. learning the distributing and everything. So I'm like, OK, the one place I did do a little boo boo I and I realized, when it's way too late, I accidentally on the distributor did list my album in the genre of new age somehow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, so it's not in the comedy. It's partially the the secondary category was comedy. So it got in that way, but I was like, Oh my God. I mean, I do use crystals. So obviously, (laughs) obviously it fits. So I'm hoping, hoping I'll maybe pick up some, some dreamers. Well,
0: yeah. he, he, here's what's going to end up happening, and I knock on wood for this to happen because I do. Uh, I'm cheering for the album because listen people Katie's so fucking funny go to Katie, Katie at Katie Hannigan forever it's called Feeling of Emptiness you guys are gonna love 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 anywhere you stream music it is in the self-help what is it what's it, the, the, the genre
1: the new age <laughs> new <Yeah>. age <laughs>
0: well feeling you know of emptiness, emptiness gonna...
1: and pure moods right next you know to what? each other
0: right uh, you say they, <laughs> do 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 yes. do like yeah. that and, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that end and then me like and i blew
1: him
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so but what's gonna happen is and i've thought of this before you're gonna be top of the charts on new age and you're gonna get all these people who are gonna be tricked into and then into you know and i blew them and it's gonna be now you found this new audience i I think it's gonna work out for you i i have i have high hopes
1: what's to say that stand up comedy isn't new age Right.
0: No, but it it does make sense. It is. uh, Yeah. It's, it's new to them. It's, it's new, new to you. It's like a a used car. You know, this is the new age group. It's new to you. Yeah. So I want everyone to go. Where did you tape it? What is the meaning of feeling of emptiness? Because that's going to be a tough one to push on the new age people. They feel more positive than this.
1: So I taped over at um, New York comedy club. And Gramercy, mm-hmm. which I love. It's an amazing club and I adore it. And they handled they handled the sound for me really, really well. So I'm super pleased. And um, that was actually one reason why I wanted to come on this podcast, because it's a lot of it's a lot of material from my 20s of my time, dating, drinking, there's a lot of there's a lot of dating stuff on there. And then there's also my journey into starting birth control. My journey into starting birth control, which um, I have a ton of material about because it's just like, you know, you're up, you're down, you know, who knows what's a side effect. And I was looking at the side effects for my birth control. And one of the side effects listed was a feeling of emptiness, which I think is hilarious because it's like, (laughs) is that not the main effect of birth control?
0: (laughs) That's the whole idea.
1: Yeah, that's That's the
0: that's the goal to
1: make it. Yeah. So what age
0: did you start birth control?
1: I started it, I, I started it at most recently at 33, but I had started it. Like, I think I took it in college. I took the Nuva ring for a little bit, but it's just kind of been all over the place where it's like, Oh, I'll be in a relationship. I'm like, I guess maybe I should start taking it. I, I mean, now I'm just like, uh, God, I hope I, I hope I get pregnant by accident. Cause you know, <laughs> the clock is freaking ticking at this point. So, <laughs>
0: well, so. when you as far as making the decision, like like, I'm a stupid dude. Like if I'm in, in, the w- when that question comes up, it's always like the last possible second. Like when you were not on it, what were the reactions versus when you are on it? Like do you sense a difference in that? Like, you know, like especially like I live in, a, you live in New York City, you go, are you on birth control? And the woman goes, yeah, of course. You know, and you go, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they're like, no. And you're like, what do we do here? You know, like, right, did you right. get that? Like, like, okay, yeah. all hands on deck. What, what are we going to do? Uh, should I, should I get the, the, the derma dam? The, right, right.
1: You know, like- well, I think it was always like, okay, well, let's be careful. Cause I was mm-hmm. never on it, not in a relationship. Cause I was just like, oh, you know, I don't think. I'm usually pretty careful with that stuff being like the prude that I am. Every time I would like sleep with a new guy, I'm like, when, when was your HIV test? Do you yeah. have a document? I'm like checking it. Like it's the VAX card, you know, cause my mom is a nurse. So, you know, it just like filters in and plus I went to Catholic school. So,
0: so everyone has HIV and everyone will make you go to hell. It's like, yes, that, exactly. yeah, a, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: so you better buy dinner if you want to fuck me. So
0: <laughs> That gets you off the hook. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jesus. What would Jesus do? I think. Yes. So, but yeah, but then um, I think the reason I got on it this time was I was like, oh, you know, we had a couple. When, when you start to get in a relationship with people, it's like, oh, the moment is just so exciting, and like mm-hmm. we, you know, it was like Valentine's Day, and then it was like, oh, it's a birthday. It's like so many holidays <laughs> that it's like, oh, okay, okay, time to start playing it safe.
0: Yeah, and so when you were looking for what option to use. Was it a test period? Like, how do you, because this is, you know, I'm sure everyone can relate, the female listeners, especially, you know, especially like can relate to like, it's a little bit of like you're at the ice cream shop. I'll try this flavor. (laughs) I'll try that flavor. What made you land on where you are right now in that decision?
1: Well, okay. So I've been on a journey and I did talk about this a little bit on my podcast, Lady Journey, my birth control Mm. journey, but I started out. First of all, I was like never an IUD because I'm just too afraid. It's, I can't have like a surgery. It sounds like a sci-fi movie. I can't even believe you, that's a thing.
0: Do you understand? I didn't realize what that was. What, like, here's the, like from the male side of things, we are stupid fucking idiots. We don't know. Yeah. any of this we don't yeah. know any of this we're like and and also that's i i would say if you want to empathize with the male position it's why we're living in fear every day and yeah. just not sure yeah. when you the you know the knowledge equals power lack of knowledge equals fear in my opinion mm-hmm. so and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's an opinion that's had by everyone yes. but i'm saying the the i did a show there was a woman I, I did a guest spot on the Girls Got to Eat live okay. show in Chicago, and there was oh, one nice. woman. The, yeah, and it was a lot of fun, huge theater, and one woman, one woman did an ode to her friend, and one of the things she mentioned was that he, she ripped out her own IUD. That imagery will live with me forever. Like I couldn't like, like the, I was like,
1: I don't know how I feel it. That sounds like unstable behavior. I, a
0: little, I think that was what kind of, they were, they were insinuating that like they love her. And like, it was like this, like very nice homage. Yeah. Yeah. That friend and And four
1: margaritas. And then I did a surgery on myself.
0: (laughs) I was like, and I was like, just the imagery of that. And I was like, and then I started thinking about like the IUD itself and just like what it takes to put it in. Like, like, Unbelievable. So, like, I can understand yeah. when someone's like, "That's not for me."
1: No, no, yeah. And also, you hear stories from girls. Like, some girls are like, "Oh, it was a little pinch," and some girls are like, yeah. "It was the worst pain I ever <laughs> felt in my life." And you're like, "Okay,
0: no, no." It's a reverse baby. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I was like, definitely no IUD. And I had done the Nuvo ring a couple times and every time I did it, I was just so unstable, like lashing out at my family. And I was like, I just don't want like the emotional upset of like texting my mom. I'm like waking up in the middle of the night and being like, I remember what happened in 1991. And my mom's like, okay, I was, I was unhinged. I was on the Nuvo ring and I, it really caused me to go through a breakup. And I was like, well, I guess I don't need this anymore. (laughs) <laughs> because I was just acting so unstable and my, my relationship was toxic anyway but I guess I was just like it was time and I was yeah. just like ready to pull the plug but so I was like no Nuvo, and they they really try to get you on that one too because you don't have to remember to take it I'm like I'm not gonna forget I mean I do sometimes but <laughs> I do sometimes but so I got on the combo pill the estrogen and progesterone and I didn't have any you know I was like I don't care about bloating I don't care about weight gain I don't care about any of that I just don't want to have like be like at a comedy show and someone doesn't laugh at my joke and I'm like, fuck you, you know? Yeah, I don't want to yeah, have like yeah. mood swing.
0: That would scare me too. Like, yeah. because like, you know, you want to have control. Like, I mean, that's also the reason I don't really smoke weed. Like, yeah. Yeah. I want to have control over my, like I drink alcohol and I feel in control.
1: Yeah, You know, like yeah.
0: I, I smoke weed or do an edible and I'm like, where's this going to go? When does this end? Yeah. And it's like, I would feel the same way about anything that I meant with my emotions that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was nervous. I was nervous about that one. But I had friends give it like a positive review. So I just I just went for it. And I took it for about a year and I had like no sex drive on it. But Mm. you know how like ladies every every lady I think is like this in a way where it's like, you're in a relationship, it's hot and heavy, then you get busy, then you're like doing you're like doing stuff and you kind of don't notice it. It Mm. took me a while to notice. I was like, I guess I just like don't I'm not in the mood. I don't know. But then I was getting so many other side effects from it. Like I was getting like um, headaches every time I would have, I was like, I guess I can't drink wine. I guess I just, I'm in my thirties. Yeah. One glass of wine was causing me a migraine and that's what did it. Well,
0: you're like, I "I don't care about
1: sex. I can't live without wine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. But it, it is, it's so interesting to me. And there has to be a point when you're trying out all these things. It's like, you know, I don't know what male doctor created like the, I, and I'm sure this is true, but it sounds like a male doctor created like, no, it's good for your acne. It'll be good for your skin. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it sounds like some dude that was just like, I don't want to wear condoms, you know, like it's like, yeah. but I, I, there has to be a point from the female side where you're like, what am I doing this all for?
1: For some, yeah. and
0: that's why when you say I'm in a, you know, I like to do it when I'm in a relationship and I'm sure the opposite exists where someone's evened out by it.
1: Yeah. I think I did get a little evened out by it, actually, because I had kind of like a every time I would get my period, I would have like really bad PMS. And mm. so I like that you get the consistent dose of hormones. And it is it does actually help with that because you're just getting the same hormones every day. You're not getting like a spike. And then mm-hmm. I would kind of have like a psycho spiral every, you know, like three weeks or so where I would just kind of like go off the deep end. And then I'd be like, oh, I got my period. Like, everything's fine. Like the- <laughs> How did the toxins leaving my body.
0: <laughs> How do you know? You, you mentioned the psycho spiral. This is uh oh, I, love I, it.
1: I, and <laughs> my now you're fave.
0: <laughs> you're, you're in a relationship now,
1: mm-hmm. and you
0: seem seemingly a healthy relationship. It seems you seem happy, and I know, yeah. um, I know your boyfriend. So like, I, I, it, to me, it's, everyone seems happy. And what do you? You know, because I'm sure there's someone, and I don't think you're psycho at all, but I, I'm sure there's someone listening who's like, I get the psycho spiral. Yeah. And they're worried, how did that, how did you figure that along with your dating life? You know, like, because we get yeah. a question where it's like, I don't want to scare a guy away. And everyone, go follow Katie at Katie Hannigan forever on Instagram. Her album, Feeling of Emptiness, it's out right now. Lady Journey is her podcast where you've done a, a Lady Journey does it with Sarah Tolomash and they did an episode all about, katie's journey to sex uh birth control birth control Having, i'm sorry yes. <laughs> Having sex. Freely. yeah yes. freely yeah well
1: i think the psychospiral i always say like just hide it you have to hide it <laughs> hide at it. first you really do it's like just don't let him see that i hid it for a while and i was on and i was in therapy at the time and i at this time i did when we started dating i had a little prescription of xanax so mm. I would never abuse it. I just would have, you know, if I was going in a spiral, just little Xanax, go to bed like once a <laughs> month, little Xanax, go to bed. And then I was like, oh, this is I'm OK. And so I have evened out from the birth control. So I would say, like, while the combination pill is not great, I'm on the mini pill now, which is just progesterone, way less side effects. OK, um, but yeah, it's my boyfriend is so wonderful. And I do think he's like the person for me. And, um, that's, that's one of the reasons I know, because like, if I do get upset about something, he's such like an evolved guy where it's like, he's done work on himself. He's been in therapy. He totally he totally understands and he always is like there for me and tries to help me until mm. it becomes like the third day of it. And then he's like, okay, come on. He starts like treating <laughs> me like a soccer coach. He's like, get back out there, hun. Come on, come on. <laughs> so I think like, enough's uh, enough kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, come on, well, come on. We're ordering pizza. Like you're fine. And I'm like, Oh, my career. Um, but, but yeah, I think the right guy is going to be able to be there for you and then you're going to also want to be there for him because guys have a little psycho spiral sometimes too. And sometimes yeah. you just need somebody to be like, Hey, Yes, you had chocolate on your face at the party. No, no one cares. Yeah. No one thinks that you're a moron. Like, we're good.
0: Well, it's also uh, like, you know, the idea of scaring some away. Like, you know, yeah. you see the quote unquote psycho spiral and they go, okay, well, I'm working with you on it. Like, just like the soccer coach thing. It's like, yeah. no one runs away that's the right person for you.
1: Yeah, but I think you're also not supposed... Don't go too psycho too soon because there is that thing that, like, if you can't handle me at my worst, (laughs) you don't deserve me at my best. It's like, well, your worst could be really bad and maybe you you need to work on it. So don't, like, shouldn't be, like, week two. just, like, you know, swallowed and then now you're, like, having a full meltdown at brunch. It's like, no, you need to go home. (laughs) Tell them you'll see them later. Yes. And then just shove it down a little longer.
0: Also, there's some class in being, like, I'm not going to give you my worst. No,
1: no you know, no. Th- there's a little yeah. bit of
0: class where you go, I have to pull it back because yeah. we're at a party amongst other people. You know, yes. like, this yes. needs to... so I'm not going to okay. lash
1: out at your friend from college. Well, cause we had, <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people can relate to this cause we, I basically moved in with him. We had been together about a year and a half at the beginning of the pandemic. And it was like, that's when he saw my worst when we were just face to face.
0: Oh yeah. So,
1: I kept it, you know, I kind of, um, like a more introverted person. So I did keep it down for a little longer. Excuse me. That's my my birth control alarm. Actually, I'm going (laughs) to, I will be taking it right now because listen,
0: life imitating art. Everyone needs (laughs) to go download uh, Katie's album, feeling of emptiness. And I think that's such a cool topic getting into, birth control I think so many people are gonna love laughing at that and have their own experience I'm sure relates to yours so feeling of emptiness Katie Hannigan if you search Katie Hannigan on any music streaming app she's gonna pop up and you can subscribe to her you can listen to the album that is helpful and it's something you're already paying for so like people go get involved with Katie at Katie Hannigan forever she has a podcast lady journey go get subscribed to that let's do some emails you ready yes J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com how to provide closure as the person who initiated the breakup Mm. J train feather feather been listening uh, since the beginning of you up and have been listening to the entirety of J train uh, plus podcasts you guest on thank you congrats on touring with Bert to Penn State wish I could make it out there well thank you the question how do I provide? How do I best provide closure for my ex-girlfriend as the person who initiated the breakup? We moved in together after a year of dating, and after six months, I realized that it wasn't the match and decided to end things and move out. I believe you are intimately familiar with this type of situation. Yes, I've gone through something similar. Um, now, in the, pa- in the post-breakup phase, two weeks out, she wants to have a conversation to clarify some things she is stuck on. I am more than willing to have this conversation, but I want to avoid pointing fingers as I genuinely believe she's a great person. I just don't think our personalities match. How do I navigate this conversation while providing reasons for the breakup while also not making her feel like a piece of shit? Um, BS. I miss the descriptions of how being feathered makes you feel. Okay. We'll get back to those descriptions. Katie. (laughs) This is great because you
1: had a joke about this last night and I was watching you perform. I was, I was thinking about it and I was really thinking like, You know, when you break up with somebody, they always want to know what it is about them. And it's from some kind of like, I think, a place of toxic self-harm when it's Mm. like it's not that you chew your food too loud. It's not that it's this about you. The fact of the matter is this relationship is not going to work. And it and it and it's not the relationship that I want to be in. And it's so painful for people to hear that because it's like it's a rejection, you want to well, know what it is about you, but it's like, it's not a good match.
0: And, and you know, we talked, it's, it's funny because we, we went on stage together last night. Will Sylvans yeah. and Cypher Sounds have a great show at the comedy cellar every Wednesday. It's like a late ten thirty show and they jump on stage with you. And Katie was guest hosting last night. So it was Will Sypha, and Katie with me after my set on stage. So much fun. So if you want to go to the Comedy Cellar, there's always I'll say this, it's hard to get tickets to the Comedy Cellar, but if you're out 10:30 on a Wednesday, this is one you can get into and have like a fun chill time. It's a fun show. Yes. And so show. I did I did my set and like listen, I broke up with my girlfriend and moved out a year ago. So I'm still trying to figure this out. So the answer to this person's question is it's not easy, first of all. Yeah. And what I was talking about on stage last night is like, you get asked why and you're right. It, they're, they're looking for you to give a reason like that they didn't think of. And you know, and it comes from a place of like, okay, well I'll fix that. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. like, well I'll fix that. Well, and then we're fine. If, if the, cause they're looking for rebuttals a yeah. little bit, you know, like, yeah. and something that when we talked on stage you said you've you've never broken up but you've always been dumped.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So in yeah. when you've
0: asked for closure, do you what have you asked for closure in the past and what were the things that like you know this guy's asking what do women want to hear so i can get the fuck out of here. That's really what he's asking.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, there's no I, answer. There's no nothing gives closure like space. I mean like I'd yeah. say like don't even meet her and talk to her because you know it's like yes you live together yes but it's like what's going to give her closure is like time and space for her to come to the own realization like I would do a thing and I have been dumped a lot although I I did kind of like lightly dump a guy one time and I never gave a reason and he mm. will still text me like years later like was it this and you know I just never kind of cared to because it's like i don't like your personality to be totally yeah. frank like that's that's what it is it's not the anxiety it's not that you said a weird thing one time like yeah. i don't want to be with you but um but in my case whenever i would go through a breakup like i would go total he talks cut it off i don't talk to the guy he I talks don't reach out yeah and i took that i love a, that phrase it's, it's called A Breakup Because It's Broken, which was a self help book that I was like keeping under my pillow for each breakup. <laughs> but I would, but I think like, you know, I would always want that because it's like, you know, you, as of somebody who's a performer, I'm always seeking affirmation. Rejection is like so upsetting to me because it's like, well, what's wrong with me? Why am I not good enough? And it, it fuels something in my core, like my core wound of never feeling good enough. So I want to know what it is about me that's not good enough, so I can't See, be good enough. You so know, if
0: you know, if I was to ask questions for this guy, you yeah. know, like because, like, listen, I wish I had done break, every breakup. I wish I had done better. Like, yeah. I, 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 have regrets as mm-hmm. far as how they went, happened, but you know, it's like having regrets about how a bumper car race went. You know, like right, how, like, right. a, like, like, I can look back and you know, I. I uh, you know or how a, like a like a go-kart race went like I can look back and how I've done things differently But in the moment you do what's best for you and what you think is best and safe for the other person yeah. So I, I think that's the perspective this person's coming from would you want I think he should go speak with this person because if this is what they're asking for This is what they'll get because you care about them, but I think I think to start the conversation he wrote in his email I just don't think our personalities match. Yeah. He I think starting with that and then also admitting like something you just said where you're like you know you're it's not about this isn't about your worth as a person. Right. I just right. don't think our personalities match and then adding on to that like if I could give the perfect speech it would be you know before we get started I am here you know I understand that's vague. But again, I wish I knew what that concoction was that made us match. I just don't feel that. Like, I don't know what else he could say.
1: Yeah, because I think I mean, I think there's a self destructive tendency when someone gets broken up with to be like, but what do you mean our personalities don't match? Like, what is it about me that you don't like? Just say, is it like, you know, you think it's like one Mm. thing? But it's like you know. I guess this guy has to stick to his guns and say like you know, not give this type of like it's not you, it's me speech. But like to really say like I don't feel that we're a good match, and I don't want to be in a relationship, and that's the only explanation that I can really give.
0: And it's as if he's going to point out, well, here it's this one joke you told,
1: right? And it's
0: like like and I mean, even us having this conversation, I'm sure is helpful to anyone out there going through a breakup because it's like, you know. Even if you made that joke, like I, or you pointed it out, I can't point to a joke you made. I can point to how I felt inside, and it just yes. wasn't there. And yeah. I'm making a difficult decision, but I'm going to let you talk and tell me whatever you'd like to tell me. And then uh, for both of our sakes, this will be the last time we meet.
1: Yes, yes. I think that's yes. a
0: good way to like kind of be like, here's your shot to get it out. And it's not that I don't care, but it's just not – Helping either heal. one of us. Yeah you yeah. have to
1: heal And you can't just like keep Like I never would understand When my girlfriends would like Kind of do the texting Or like well I'm just gonna Like pop over and say hi It's like no the relationship is over You have to get yourself in a place Where you can move on yes. Especially for the girl Because it's like time's running out You know like
0: <laughs> Well th- that is also something To be admitted to To be like hey this is about timing You know like
1: yeah. yeah This is
0: like you know If we were 22 Yeah I could just chill here But we moved in together Time moved on yeah. We cannot go backwards. I'm also not willing to stay in neutral. No. Like, I think that's another no. thing. Like, I, I think every person understands time.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's like,
0: mm-hmm. I, and I mean, I remember saying that in my breakup, just saying, like, you know, I do want to move on with life. Yeah. But I'm holding back from something and I don't know what that is. And it must be that this isn't the match.
1: Yeah. And that's yeah. the only
0: thing I can look to. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Truff. Spring cleaning is here. Time to clean out the door of the fridge and get rid of all those sauces and spreads you haven't used in over a year. Look, now you've made room for Truff's entire line of fabulous products. I am such a huge fan of Truff because it's flavorful, delicious, and it adds an element to... And if you're trying to eat healthy like I am, I'm, I'm always trying. I'm always trying, especially when I'm home. When I'm home, I'm making a turkey sandwich. I'm having egg whites. You know, I'm not going all the way like I would do at a restaurant. And what Truff does, it lets you add, and I've been calling it, this is my, my go-to marketing campaign, it lets you add a dab of fab to any sandwich. Because, again, or any eggs or anything you're working with at home, if you're making a pasta, you know, you want to add a little Truff pasta sauce, all of it is like, it feels like you're at a restaurant and having a beautiful meal when you're really just being healthy at your home. This is a hot sauce with an edge and it all started with two college friends named Nick who disrupted the hot sauce industry with their social media skills and genius moved to slip some truffles in there. And you don't have to take my word for it. Truff has been featured on Oprah's Favorite Things three times. You know how hard that is to be, fo- I mean, Oprah's Favorite Things is like, like it is a it is what they call a kingmaker and they've been on it three times. And it's been named bestseller of the year on the Today Show. Truff's full line of products not only includes their signature hot sauces, but pasta sauces. The pasta sauce, I have people asking me for it because they can't keep it in. Um, they can't. They, they can't keep it on the shelves. The mayonnaise. Ooh, put this mayonnaise on a sandwich, and you are taken on a trip to fabulous land. And they're very own truffle oil. I make popcorn with it. It's amazing. And all their products are infused with 100% real black winter truffle or white truffle. That means no synthetic or artificial flavoring ever. And just for my listeners, they're going to give you an amazing offer. Get 15, 15, 15% off site-wide, plus free shipping with promo code JTRAIN at truff.com. That's 15% off everything at T-R-U-F-F, F as in fire, dot com. Use promo code JTRAIN. The J Train podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Join the action on the court during the biggest college basketball tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can be can bet 5 they can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the college hoops action with DraftKings pools. Everyone can play free pools all march long for a shot at the share of over 200 $50,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like who will make it to the next round and who will hit the most three-pointers and then track your results. What a fantastic way to get involved with the tournament season. And I'm telling you, when you have a little something on the game, makes it fun. If you're going on a date with someone, their eyes are on the game, well, it gets you involved too. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JTRAIN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if they win, you win with promo code JTRAIN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. J train podcast at gmail.com. J podcast at gmail.com. Here with Katie Hannigan at Katie Hannigan forever. Go follow Feeling of Emptiness, the album. It is out right now. Okay. What's this dude's game? I've been seeing this guy I met on Hinge for about two months now. We've been out eight or nine times. We have been going out once a week. He's 34, I'm 29. I was honest with them and told them I'm not looking for a hookup and I'm looking for something more serious with time. Uh, I would like to be in a relationship, not next week or next month, but want to be with someone who wants something more serious if it's the right person. Okay, let me stop this email for two seconds. She's saying all the right things. You know, it's funny that she's like, we've been going out two months once a week, and I've been upfront that I want something not next week, not next month, but I want someone... With someone that's the right person. Okay, both of you have that right. Yes. And so we have to keep that in mind. He told me he got out of a four-year relationship a few months ago. And while, he's not, and while he's not trying to jump into anything too quickly, he thinks we have a really great and natural connection. She put that in quotes. He wants to be in a relationship again, he, she writes in quotes, but wants to take it slow and see where things can go, in quotes. This seemed like we were on the same page to me. I don't know if they're on the same page, but I think he's saying all the right things. And I do think he believes them. He's very thoughtful, generous, plans great dates, clearly listens. We are having great sex, and I think we could build a strong connection over time. He said he wants me to let him know if he needs more time. for. Uh, he, he said he wants me to let him know if he needs more from me and to be honest about what our needs are. We both admitted to not being great about talking about these kind of things. My question is, why do I only hear from him when he's trying to set up a date? The patterns I see are on Sunday or Monday. He'll reach out, ask me about specific things I said I was doing over the weekend before asking me how my week looks to make a plan. Definitely better than the alternative of texting with no plans in sight, but I wish I could hear from him more. I think it's tough to only see a guy once a week to really feel like we're building a connection. I guess I could text him. I just prefer to be... uh, to feel pursued in a relationship. I do think he's into me. He bought me a really perfect, thoughtful birthday gift last week, but I'm not sure mm-hmm. if he sees me as just a rebound girl, or if he's just playing it really, really slow with me. Maybe he's trying to redefine his life as a single person. Maybe he's try- seeing a lot of other girls. I have a lot of ideas, but no answers. What do you think?
1: Ooh, tricky, tricky. My first reaction though, when it, when it said he just got out of a four-year relationship is like, he is not looking for something serious. Yes, maybe he does want to see where it's going. But like, if you have been on eight dates, you've had great sex, it's two months in. And, you know, I get I get taking it slow, but I feel like if it's a spark of love, I feel like you should be feeling that by now, you know? And if he's not, I don't love to be texted a lot, but I yeah. do feel like, you know, you know.
0: I, I think also it has to get messy. You know, yeah. this is too missionary. Yes. This is a missionary dating experience. Yes. Date one, date two, date three. I think at some point, she says, I like to be pursued. You can feel mm-hmm. pursued. You can leave out cheese to be eaten by the rat. Right,
1: so, right. Like
0: I, I think like, <laughs> like right, you know, in the beginning, the first month, you're like, I want a date. I want a guy right. who can make a date. And he's done that. What you want can change. I want this guy to want to hang out with me during non-date hours. Like that Mm -hmm. can be the thing that changes. I think for this woman, she's being a little too much of a bag in the wind. Yeah. I think she's like, whenever the wind blows into me, I'll be on that date. And it's like, I don't know what's... We can't say what's going on with him. We can't. We don't know. I will say when someone reaches out how was your weekend let's do a date this week to me that's someone who's dating you like a person who's been in a relationship yeah you know it's like you guys are having date night that's what people who are in four year relationships do not yeah. what people do when they first meet you know it's a little bit wilder yeah.
1: but i would also say like it does it seems like she wants a relationship yes so i don't think there's anything wrong with being like I'm looking for a relationship. Like when I met my boyfriend, well, I've known him for years. We're friends. Mm. But when we first, the first time we ever, he invited me out, he said, are you looking to date someone? I said, I'm looking to get married. Just (laughs) so you know, I am looking to get married. And that doesn't mean that I'm not going to take my time finding out who the right person it is. But I was 30. I think I had just turned 32 when we met. So I remember being like, okay, I want to get married and I want to find a husband and there's nothing wrong with being upfront with that you're in that yeah, stage of your life, you know?
0: I'm I'm with you. I mean, to say that like, but I want to be someone who wants something more serious. It's like you're dancing around it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you. this person needs to be a little bit more annoying. And, and I think,
1: yeah, like maybe you feel like a little fear of rejection, like, oh, I don't want to come on too strong. But it's like, I think guys do respect that. And also you're going to weed out any guy that's like, you know.
0: If I were this woman since they're on like Thursday date night, you know, this missionary lifestyle. If I were her, I mean, she has to listen to the answers she's given. Yeah. Part of the, every part of, you know, when I give wild advice, and I don't think the advice I'm about to give is so wild, you have to listen to the answers you're given. Don't just do it, don't, don't just be bold without hearing whether your boldness is responded to.
1: Yeah. So yes. like
0: cuz I get a lot of women that will re- reach out to my DMs and be like, "Hey, we should do a drink sometime. Tell me when you're ready." And then like they have a private profile. I'm like, "Okay, I'm not going to even respond to this. I got to delete this because even respond like I I don't know who I'm dealing with. I don't even see a yeah. personality in their Instagram profile." Yeah. So it's like it's almost like they checked off the box of being bold. They're like, "I've reached out. I did it. I'm doing things." I'm a woman in 2022. Okay, well also you have to be aware of like being turned down, being fully vetted by the other side. So I would say to her, if I were her, I would go out with my friends on a weekend. This weekend, I'd go out with my friends and I'd have a couple drinks and I would say, meet me out. I'm out with my friends. Come meet
1: us. Yes, yes. See what happens.
0: And see what happens. Let's do a little sneak attack because listen, His response might be, I'm doing this, this, and this. I can't. How about Tuesday at eight? To me, that's a person who's who's not dating you. He's interviewing you. Yeah. You know, we're two months in. He can't say, like, oh, I'll come run over. Or he can't say, like, tomorrow I'll be out. Or, oh, this is so much fun. I'm out later tonight. There's a lot more options than Tuesday at eight. We should get drinks.
1: Yes. To me, yes. When, when,
0: whenever I've done that, that's because I have other things going on. Yeah and, yeah. and you're not the priority. And so that's what you have to listen to. Am I being made the priority? And it's like,
1: yes, yes. Or maybe like when you get the text, say, ah, I can't this Thursday. How about Saturday? Let's see yeah. if we can at least bump it up to a weekend and then maybe try to overstay your welcome when you stay over the next day and see how long it how long he lets you stay over. Can you turn it into a brunch? That was my old move. Probably I was broken up with so much. I'm just moving into the guy's home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that's also one of those scenarios where it's like, it's messy
1: you know yeah, you didn't you get wanted. to br-
0: you, you didn't get to brush your teeth you're hanging with yeah. someone you know like where you're in your clothes from the night before it's a little bit weird it's a little bit awkward you know it's more improv than it is a performance of stand-up you know it's like yes. and i think yes. most good relationships are two-person improv and if yes. you're not doing that and you're just having performance dates then you're not really dating
1: and when you feel that spark of amazing connection with somebody you don't want the night to end you want it to just keep going into the next day where it's like i guess we're watching a movie now i guess you know it's you want to have that you want that to be something that you're looking forward to in a new relationship i think
0: J train podcast at gmail.com. J at gmail.com. Here with Katie Hannigan at Katie Hannigan forever. Katie is where you can get her album, Feeling of Emptiness. Lady Journey. I'm giving you a lot of stuff. It's all going to be in the description of this podcast. Go, go, go. Lady Journey is Katie's podcast. You do it with Sarah Tolomash. What do you guys talk about? Just lady
1: stuff? It's all lifestyle. So it's mm. not necessarily like, lady stuff particularly except that we're ladies but we'd love to do like anytime we travel I'm always doing like my little travel recommendations I have we do recipes we love to chat food I love to cook we do like home decor and then we also do like a lot of lady stuff we do do like um you know being a female stand-up comedian being a being a woman in, in the world like traveling as a woman alone stuff like that well, a you relationship. two are. Yeah, it's you, a little you, little graphic.
0: W- I, I would say this to people if they're looking for a podcast, go listen to Lady Journey because I would say just knowing you both, you and Sarah, you're good hangs, you're yes. good talks, yes. and you you guys. If I was sitting at a table with you guys, it would be a fun conversation. So the podcast is going to be that. So yes. anyone looking to like sit and chill with two fun, empathetic people. You're going to get that from Lady Journey. So everyone go subscribe to the podcast. I think it's a great show, two awesome comics. Okay, how do you get an answer to what are you looking for without directly asking, what are you looking for? These are all very related emails. I like Mm -hmm. this. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Jared and guest, I'm a woman who is actively dating and looking for a committed relationship. Living in a large city, I come across a lot of guys who aren't looking for anything serious or aren't ready for a relationship. She put those in quotes. With many of them not revealing this information until later down the line, usually after I've gotten invested and of course after sex, it's super annoying. I'm hoping to weed these guys out earlier and be a better buyer. At the same time, I want my dates and my dating life as a whole to be fun and I don't want to feel or come off as jaded. I'm curious if there are any good fun questions or conversations topics that might reveal a guy's intention without coming off like an interrogation or a job interview. for example, I have one friend who likes to swap war stories about past bad dates and her new dates uh, with her new dates. She swears by it saying it can reveal a lot about a guy who About what a guy considers too much, too fast, or clingy, or how they date in general. I know there's no magic question or conversation that can truly weed out guy every guy just looking for a hookup. But I'm curious to see uh, what you and your guests have to say about this. Sincerely, how do you get an answer to what are you looking for without directly asking? What are you looking for, Katie? What do you think?
1: I think. Well, I love the idea of sharing awful dating stories. I think Mm. that's such a fun way to see, like, you know, if the person has a self awareness. That they were well, on if, an awful date in the first if, place.
0: If they're like, and she wanted to go to dinner, oh, come on, lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You're like, what are you um, crazy? Oh, okay. okay, good to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she hung like, out and wanted
0: brunch after she slept over. What yeah, am I? Like, yeah,
1: what, what am, am I? I hop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think like definitely. I always think it's so telling when was the, when was your last relationship and how long was it? If a guy Mm. it's so rare, if a guy is recently leaving a long-term relationship that he wants to get in a new relationship. And I know like, it's a kind of thing. And I've fallen into this before where I think women are like, well, maybe he's ready, but it's like, he's not, he's not, he's not. Yeah.
0: I, I would say, here's the problem. Here's the problem. She has, what are you looking for? Every guy believes he is looking for a relationship yeah they believe it
1: mm-hmm. if you
0: if you believe it it is not a lie
1: yes okay true.
0: so true. so i and, and if we're going to be truly empathetic to the other side of this situation because i have been that guy what are you looking for well if it's the right person i'm looking for a relationship so yeah let me just tell you that answer ain't gonna get you nowhere bitch it ain't mm-hmm. happening for you mm-hmm. so what do we do okay she mentioned sex if i'm her it's time, to, it's time to realize this casual sex game ain't for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
0: I mean absolutely. That's, not a, that's not a negativity about sex, but that is understanding no. that I need people to know that there are consequences that come with having sex with me. And, yes. You know, and because and for a lot of guys, they're, doing, they're saying, well, there's no consequence for me, so there's yeah. no consequence for you. They're saying, and listen... I don't think they're wrong for doing that. We all put our own standards on other people when they don't say anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's kind of our baseline. We go, well, I, you know, we went out and had drinks on a first date. We went home, we had sex. And then I'll go home and I'll review whether I think that will be a good relationship for me. And then yeah. they end up saying, well, you're not really a good relationship for me. And then you go, well, you did that all to have sex. And they go, well, no, I didn't really think of it that way. I thought of it based on my standards. So no one's going to like make standards for you is yeah. really my warning. Um, I will say this, she asked for like, if, if like the war stories, I like that because you can hear what they consider like a, a war story. I do agree with you, Katie, like how long have you been in a relationship? I mean, I used to get in 10 month relationships. And so that was like more to me when I told people I would get in 10 month relationships, I would assume, but I probably shouldn't assume this, that acts as a warning. Like, Hey, I could be in a relationship and it could end.
1: Mm-hmm. So like yes, that's the yeah.
0: th- that's a consequence for you. Like so like, I would say to I would say to to this person, maybe take sex off the table. That take doesn't mean you off can't the be table. but yeah. that doesn't mean you can't be sexual. Like
1: yeah, I
0: I I mean I've been doing a joke on stage about like hand jobs. Like bring it back.
1: Yeah. Yes. Like, um, oh, do a makeout. Do a makeout.
0: Makeout. So I think
1: too. Like just. <laughs> watch how he pursues you and watch if he seems super into you, maybe, you know, I'll let it go. But if he doesn't really seem that into you and it's very casual dating, like in the first question where it's like one date a week, you know, he's scheduling one date a week. Then I would say like, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe it doesn't seem like, cause when a guy is really into you, he's really into you when, when I, there's a spark. At, I And I think women sometimes come up with, and I've heard my own girlfriends do that. And I've done it myself. Like, well, maybe he's a little shy. Maybe he just wants to take things slow. But I, in my experience, when I've met somebody that leads to a relationship, it, the guy makes it very clear.
0: Yeah. Men are hunters. Yeah. You know, they want to, you got want to eat, you know? And yeah. it's a little bit of a Darwinism thing. Like no one's too shy to get something they want. Yes, Or to, to keep them alive, you know? So, yeah. I would also say she asked for any good fun questions and conversation. What do you think about one night stands?
1: Yeah. Now, oh, now, good one. Because good
0: one. I, I think that's yeah. a good question because if they say they're not into them, I don't know, you know, now you're getting, if they, if they give you the, you'll know right away if it's an honest answer.
1: Yeah. Hate, hate them isn't really
0: honest, but like, you know, when I've had them in the past, <laughs> a
1: terrible experience. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, but if they go, when I've had them in the past, they've been fun and, and, I've not. Ne- I, you know, like if someone asked me that question, I would be like, you know, they're fun, but at the same time, I never really feel like comfortable afterwards, and you know, I've never really dated someone after a one night stand, yeah. and to me, you know, like if they asked me that question, my my qu- my answer would be a drawn out, depthy answer with yes. someone that yeah. I cared to give that to. Yeah. If, if and if they saw the one night stand question as a act of like. Are they trying to, have, like, if the guy was like, oh, I love them. Is that what you're looking for? Now you found yeah. out that he's yes. a fucking looking for sex, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. I know it, that's such a fun question, too, because it's like, who knows? You might hear a fun story with that, too. Like, you know, one night stands can always be like so wacky, you know? Well, and
0: also they'll come back to you and they'll go, what do you think? And you can say, I don't like them. I, I really only have, like, to me, sex is a relationship. And, yeah. and uh, and and they go like, oh, like it will feel a little bit like, like the music stopped. Yeah. But you have now added consequences. Hey, I might go home and give you a hand job tonight, but that doesn't mean, that, you know, if the sex happens, that means something more.
1: Yes, yes, you lay it out. I lo- I do like that a lot.
0: The J Train podcast is sponsored by Nutrafol. Thirty million women experience weakened or thinning hair but thousands of women have taken control of their hair with Nutrafol. Improve hair growth and less shedding through all stages of life. You'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. I will tell you this, my mom loves this stuff. She, um, I gave it to her when Nutrafol sent it to us, and then she's been asking for more every time I'm at her house. And I have to say, if you're dealing with you know, thinning hair, and and this is an option. Nutriful offers two targeted formulas for women that are clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life. It works by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and your metabolism. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. Wow, more than 1,500 top doctors rep- recommend it. You may also notice improve- improvements to your overall well-being, including restful sleep, less stress, and better skin, nails, and libido. Grow thicker, healthier hair, and support the show by going to Nutriful.com, Use promo code JTRAIN. New customers get $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer available anywhere and only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, get free shipping on every order. So take $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code JTRAIN. Stand up for your strands and get Nutrafol. podcast at gmail.com, podcast at gmail.com. Here with Katie Hannigan, at Katie Hannigan forever. Go, 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 follow, 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 okay let's do let's do this one let's do a screenshot one you ready
1: yes i i did have a little peep at this and i thought it was just bananas
0: it's a little bananas um but i i think it's a good example of some something that happens on dating apps a lot and i am
1: yeah
0: Yeah. let's get into it you ready yes is this guy messaging me on hold on is this guy messing with me on bumble dueling toilets screenshots okay jared i had this interaction on bumble and need your opinion on whether he was messing with me or not i feel bad if he was being sincere there's a lot to unpack here but a bird feeder in a manhattan apartment to each their own on shitting as foreplay i guess if nothing else i hope at least checks out uh, i hope he at least checks out your special thanks for so many laughs. Let me poop in peace. So here's the context. (laughs) We're going to read the email. We're going to read the screenshots context. I'm responding to a line in his profiles that says he doesn't keep his toothbrush in his bathroom. So she's saying on his profile, it says he doesn't keep his toothbrush in the bathroom. So you be her. I'll be him.
1: Okay. Let me just bring it up here.
0: I think it's important. It was in his profile that he doesn't keep his toothbrush in his bathroom.
1: Yes. Okay. I need to know where your toothbrush is.
0: See, to me, and this is Bumble, where the woman has to open first. To me, that's a great opener. He wrote in his profile. Yes. That is something, if it's in your profile, it's something that you thought to put in there. She is being thoughtful and asking a good question. Where's the toothbrush? Let's get into it. And- To me, it's light enough that it's like an easy enough conversation, you know?
1: Yes, yes. I think it's very cute. It's a good good starter.
0: So he writes, oh my gosh, I actually got your attention. Hey, with a huggy face emoji. I keep it outside my window next to my bird feeder. I know it's weird, but it's where I've always kept it, and I'm a creature of habit. Ha ha. What does your dream bathroom look like?
1: We can't breeze by that so fast. Can you send me a picture? This is wild.
0: I still love her. I'm not a fan of him. Because no. he randomly mentions a bird feeder. He says, oh my gosh, I actually got your attention. It's like, yeah, of course, we're on the dating app. Like, let's not be so surprised. Yes. And I know it's weird, but out of habit, you're now being so vague.
1: It's so obscure. I just, it's like, I own also do Own your like
0: weirdness. It's well, okay. Own it
1: own it or explain it i hate that it's like goes to what's your dream bathroom it's like just more weirdness now which is what weird people often do and it's like i'm i'm over it i'm already over it
0: yeah and he writes let's breeze with a blowing face emoji my friends tell me if i want a woman i can't be too weird too fast see this is annoying too it's like no she's asked a direct question you don't know each other you're a stranger you're acting evasive If this is a joke, and listen, let me just admit to something. When I was on Bumble, I used to do jokes all the time. I used to, people would say, hey, what's up? And then I would write like a 10-sentence dissertation about how sad I was in dating. And that was the joke. And it was supposed to be a commentary on dating. I can understand how someone would be like, well, that wasn't funny to me. We had a match, and I would go, okay, I apologize. I I guess there's there's something fair in that. But I would also say, the joke, if you're going to do the I'm fucking around thing. It's one and done. Do your joke and be out.
1: Yes. Or allow
0: the other person to be funny back to you. But right now, he's doing a joke that only he's in on. He hasn't let her in on it. So that's the unfair part here. Okay, so let's go back to it.
1: The weirdness is flowing. Let's embrace it.
0: I love her. She's still being positive. She's, so cute. Still, she's still being like, okay, I'm giving you many chances. He writes, well, in that case, I have no plates or forks, and I also have no blanket. Clenching teeth emoji. How do you feel about dual toilets? Like, he's off the subject of the toothbrush now. He's into more weird shit. Dude, what? Which part? I knew I should have, shouldn't have revealed my cards. Sweating face emoji.
1: No blankets, forks, or plates would be an issue for me regardless of when I found out.
0: I could buy those things from the store.
1: What's the reason you haven't?
0: I don't have a blanket because I sleep without one and I have no plate because I use a bowl and I have no fork because I use a spoon. I have cups, multiple cups, four cups, five if, uh, if my thermos counts. See, it at this point...
1: A, yeah, it's at this point, it's just like she's... A, why are you even on the dating app? Are you just on the dating app for your to gratify your own weirdness? Are you trying to meet somebody? Like are you a narcissist? Because no one cares. Get a and bowl. She, and
0: she's giving him like I don't even believe his bowl, his, his toothbrush. I don't believe any of it. He thinks he's being funny, but I you meet these people all the time. You ever been around someone where they're just laughing and they're like they won't even let you in on the joke? Like that's oh. a mean person.
1: Yeah, and it's some kind of like insecurity too, where it's like you're just covering for your own insecurity by like not opening yourself to this other person, which is just like, what's the point even of being on the site? And
0: the the emailer even wrote that they feel bad. They're like, what if they do like these toilets? It's like, no, 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 no. We have to be okay with these things. Not really connecting with ourselves, like not connecting with these things. It's okay. You're not in. So let's finish out the conversation.
1: Okay, it doesn't. And dual toilets, I feel like you're fucking with me. This is wild.
0: Dual toilets offer exceptional level of intimacy, but, uh, but would they be side by side for hand-holding or facing each other for eye contact? At that point, I'm, on, I'm unfollowed. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm out on this guy before this, but it has gone down the river of insanity so much that it, you're his play thing at this point. Like he's that. not even playing with you, he's playing at you.
1: It's just, it's just utter rudeness. Yeah. This has to be a joke. And as a big fan of stand-up, I appreciate the laugh, which, I mean, is who's laughing at this? I don't know, yeah. but she's very sweet.
0: I don't know how to feel about this. I haven't been trying to be funny. See, Really? No. Really? We're going to end the conversation. This is, it, it, for me, I understand these jokes do happen. There are people fucking with people, and it can be done in a fun way. He didn't have fun with you. That's the biggest problem with this, and yes, you, you shouldn't yes. feel bad about unmatching.
1: Um, let's see, everyone's someone's foot. I well, love then she gives. I love a, that. <laughs> well, she
0: gives a plug to me. What is the meaning of this?
1: If you're for real about this dueling toilet thing, maybe you'll find someone who shares that passion.
0: Perhaps, but time is not on my side.
1: The co- the foot line comes from Jared Fried, great comedian. I know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm not. Into what you're looking for. But wish you luck on your search. So sweet. Likewise
0: and all the best. I mean, so sweet. Too sweet. To this point, even, I don't even want this person listening to the podcast at this point. I'm like, this person gets it so little that like, why would we let them be involved? You know, like, I I don't know. It's, It's frustrating because, listen, as a jokester myself, I'm like, you know, looking back at my own jokes being like, oh man, you don't want to make someone feel bad. For going along with you, but you have to let you have to let someone in if you're going to be jokester. He never lets her in.
1: Yeah. It's just it makes me furious because I feel like I know the type of guy who this is and I can just get it just from this exchange. And it's like it's the type of guy who's like, I'm a weird boy. I'm just a little weird boy. That's my thing. It's like you're a narcissist. Actually, you're a covert narcissist and you deserve (laughs) to be alone because you're very rude.
0: Yeah, go have fun playing board games at Brooklyn at a cat bar. J Train Podcast at GMA.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com Katie Hannigan, thank you for coming on. This was fantastic.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. This was great. I really appreciate it. Everyone
0: go follow at Katie Hannigan forever. Katie is where you can get our album Feeling of Emptiness. Go, go, go. Lady Journey, that's her podcast. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We'll be back next week. Boom.